0: Welcome to the Manlyhood Mancast. This is our Thanksgiving special. We're gonna get into it right after this. Warning. Applying these principles may change your life. People will look at you differently. You'll walk straighter, live bolder, and find out who you are. This is the Manlyhood Mancast. Here's your host, Josh Atcher. Gentlemen, welcome back to the Manlyhood Mancast. I'm your host, Josh Hatcher, and listen. Today's Thanksgiving special is something I'm really excited about. I've reached out to a number of men who have shared some insights as to what they're thankful for, and we're going to have that, maybe even a couple cooking tips. It's going to be something special. We've also got... Um, yeah, some more surprises in the way. So make sure you stay tuned to this. But before we get into the meat and the potatoes, that that would be turkey and mashed potatoes. Let's talk about the best way that you can get plugged in with what we're doing here at Manlyhood. I want you to go to Facebook and I want you to go to the Manlyhood Man Cave. And you can subscribe to that. You can join that group. And that's a group where we are going to help men be better men. It's a community of brothers who's got each other's back, who encourages each other. No, we don't agree on everything. But... We look out for each other. We don't let our disagreements keep us from being connected. And that's honestly one of the things I'm thankful for this year. Definitely. I'm thankful for the community that has grown in that Facebook group. And I want to invite you to be a part of that. So please hop in there, share your thoughts. If you're going through something and you need somebody to be there with you, that's the place to do it. I'm also thankful for all of you who have gone to our iTunes page on Apple Podcasts and left a review that has helped us to reach more people this year than we have in forever, which is something really special, guys. Uh, it's pretty cool to see the way our podcast has has really kind of gotten out there and touched a lot of lives. And I'm excited. I'm excited that you're a part of this journey with me. So please help us spread the word. Share, comment, like, review, subscribe, all that stuff, whether you're listening to this on any of the podcast applications or whether you're listening to this uh, on YouTube, Please help us spread the word by doing some due diligence and clicking the like button and sharing it with somebody else that you think might be interested. So here it is, guys. Here is the turkey and the potatoes. What I've done is I've reached out to these guys who they have podcasts or, or other things that they're doing and ask them to tell us what they're thankful for. So our first one is actually Aaron Walker. He was on our podcast earlier this year. I highly encourage you to go and listen to the Aaron Walker episode, but he's going to tell us what he's thankful for this year.
1: Well, I am Aaron Walker, president and founder of View From the Top. Man, I can't even begin to tell you what a blast it was being a guest on Manlyhood Podcast with Josh. Josh is an amazing guy, and I was so honored and privileged to be his guest. And he asked me if I would reach out and tell a little bit about what I was thankful for during this season. And to be very honest with you, I am extremely grateful for the podcast community. You know, I've done over 3,000 podcast interviews now in the past eight years, and I can't even begin to tell you the friendships that I've formed as a result of being in this community. So, Josh, thank you for reaching out, inviting us to share things that we were thankful for. I'm thankful for you and the amazing content that you keep producing each and every week. Keep up the good work, and we'll keep promoting you like we've done in the past because Manlyhood Podcast is worthy to be promoted. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you again. We'll see you.
0: Next up, we've got Joe Prim from the Prepare, Defend, and Lead Podcast. He's going to share some thoughts on what he's thankful for and uh, some really good insights here.
2: My name's Joe Prim. I'm the host of the Prepare, Defend, Lead Podcast and the author of Open six life-changing principles and this year especially I'm grateful for our new home out here in the middle of nowhere in Texas. Very very excited about this new beginning for us and of course I'm thankful for my family and my friends and the followers and listeners to the podcast and all those things that we're all grateful for but Reality is, I'm realizing more and more that I'm grateful for the struggle. I'm grateful for the sacrifices. I'm grateful for the risks. I'm grateful for the the struggle almost as much as I'm grateful for the other things. Because without all that stuff, the good stuff, the fun times, the the enjoyment, the pleasures, the rewards, none of it would be worth it. If it was just all given to us, if we didn't have to work for it, if we didn't have to push for it, if we didn't have to struggle, it just wouldn't be the same. So wherever you are this Thanksgiving and going into this holiday season, wherever you're at, whatever kind of struggles you're facing, whatever kind of difficulties you're facing, realize that it's that struggle that's going to make you who you are moving forward. And it could just be that struggle that molds you and pushes you into becoming um, who it is that you want to be, who it is that you dream about being, who it is that your family and your friends and your community really, really needs. So with that, happy Thanksgiving to all of you guys. And as we go into the holiday season, happy holidays. And as always, hold fast and God bless.
0: Thank you, Joe, I really appreciate that. We've got another guest. His name is Anthony Sudak, he's a chef. He's gonna talk about what he's thankful for and maybe he's got some food tips as well.
3: What I'm thankful for this year the most is the fact that my family is healthy. Um, It's it's been a crazy, almost over two years at this point with COVID and by the grace of God, everybody's still here and healthy. Um, Yeah, that's what I'm most thankful for, for sure. Um, as far as cooking tips go for turkeys, I can give you a few quick r- rippers, um, always let your turkey rest, whether, not specifically just turkey, but always let your meat rest. Don't just pull it out of the oven. and Just cut it right away. All the juices will come out. All the flavors will come out. It'll be dry. You don't want it, especially turkey. Turkey can get very dry, very sawdusty. It's gross. Um, a little expert tip, mix a little, either dried herbs or fresh herbs with some butter, room temperature butter mixed together and stuff it under the skin. Keeps the turkey breast and the legs super moist, adds extra flavor and it, it makes everything just taste so much better, smell better in the house. It's it's a game changer once you start to do that. You don't really have to baste after that either. You can just put the butter in there, let it melt under the skin. Fantastic. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Hey, thanks for that, Anthony. You rock, man. Uh, maybe one of these days we can sit down and have a meal together. I think that'd be a lot of fun. We've also got Tim Williams with us today. Tim is the host and the founder of the Thrivehood Podcast. And uh, Tim, what are you thankful for, man?
4: Hey, Josh. Tim Williams here with the Thrivehood Podcast. Thanks for the opportunity to share with you a little bit of my thoughts as it relates to what I'm thankful for. And I love this idea, great idea, uh, love it so much, I think I'm gonna steal it and use it in my podcast episode next week. So I hope that's okay, I'll, I'll give you credit for it, how about that? So as I was thinking about this, I, it didn't take me long, and I came at this from a, a different angle. So I wanna give you three reasons, there are many more, but I wanna narrow it down just for the sake of this particular video. I wanna give you three reasons why I'm thankful, for life struggles. Now, as I say that, I'm sure you and your listeners are going, what? He likes struggles? No one in their right mind gets up every morning, kisses their wife goodbye, and heads on out to work and says, well, honey, I can't wait to see all of the trials and tribulations that I'm going to face today. That's silly, right? That that's, that's not normal. But what I am saying is that because life is going to give me challenges, right? Life is going to throw curveballs at me. There's no way around that. What I'm trying to learn is what I can glean from those moments. So let me give you three. Like I said, there's several, but here's three. Challenges build character. If we choose to rise to the occasion, whatever that issue is, here's the first thing that's gonna happen. We're gonna find out what we're really made of, right? And we might not like it, we Sometimes we may and sometimes we may not, but what it does, it begins to expose us a little bit in areas that maybe we need to strengthen. And as a result of that, we become stronger, we become more resilient, we become more capable, right? We, we develop perseverance. A host of character traits begin to build in our lives simply, because we've had to take on a struggle and a challenge. We also learn how to adapt in those situations, because as life changes, so does the circumstances in my life as well. And each time I go through a challenge, I'm learning how to adapt and adjust and to modify my situation and myself in order to to handle that and to deal with that. And then lastly, we develop skills, right, that we didn't have before. And I think that's a value. Here's number two. Challenges lead to greater confidence. Once we overcome a trial, we can take pride in knowing that we just survived. Sometimes it's just surviving—that's the thing that we gained, right? We're like, I just made it through this. I can't believe it, right? We we do mental uh, victory laps, you know. Matter of fact, I don't think we I don't think we celebrate the wins enough. My brother-in-law always talks about that, man. I don't think we celebrate our wins enough. I don't think we focus on that enough, man. We do. We need to focus on that and and, and meditate on that a little more. That we what we won, that we came through, and that we need to celebrate that. But then also, we have now gained knowledge that we didn't have before, and that's important because there might be a situation or a circumstance that comes up in the future that we can come back and recall this information, this data that we've learned and say, hey, you know what? I remember a similar situation that I dealt with or something along the same lines and here's what I did and here's how I managed it and it will help, help me to get through this. I believe you will always learn new things and develop new, new traits and new character values that you didn't have before, but having at least a little bit of history helps as we move through the future and through the rest of our lives. And then number three, and lastly, I think challenges can turn us into teachers. And here's what I mean by that. After we've come through a challenge, a a setback, whatever it is, and we're able to get through it and we're on the other side, I think we should begin sharing our story with others Sharing our story with them, with mankind, with the human race. Well, why is that, Tim? Because I believe we could come up under and or behind or come alongside other people and begin to give them a pat on the back and maybe a hug and say, you are able to get through this. A sort of, I'm thinking as I'm talking about this, sort of a boxing match analogy. You know, the the dude goes down, bang, hits the, hits the mat. And we think it's over, right? And the bell happens to ring before they count to 10. And he crawls over to his corner. You know, they throw out the chair. He sits on it. And what do they do? What does the team do? They start wiping his face off. They start giving him some water. They they start uh, putting the salve on his face. They they patch up the little cut there under his eyes the best they can. They they give him a, a neck rub. And then they pat him on the back. And they say, okay, get back out there again. And I'm sure the the boxer's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's the last thing I want to do is get out there again, man. What other option do you have, right? And that other option isn't really an option. So we got to get up, we got to you know wipe off the gloves, and we get back out there and we fight and we do what we have to to survive, man. That's sometimes that's just what we have to do. But if we're the ones that have gleaned information about our personal challenges. And can share that with others, I think that's valuable. I also believe that's one reason why a lot of nonprofit organizations get started. Someone has faced a major challenge or they've heard a story or have a close friend or relative that's dealt with something for years, and they've come through that. and they have said, "You know what? I want to share this with others. I want to help others with this particular condition or challenge or issue that they've faced. What are they doing? They're giving back. They're finding a way to share with others to help this world become a better place. So I hope you and your listeners got something out of that, Josh. And again, I want to thank you for this opportunity. Great idea. And I want to wish you and yours a happy Thanksgiving. Thanks.
0: Tim, thank you. Excellent insight as always. I appreciate it. Uh, If anybody is interested, definitely go check out these podcasts. These guys are sharing some good stuff. This next guy is launching a podcast called The Winner's Paradigm. His name is Alundis. Alundis, what do you got for
5: us today, man?
6: Thank you, Josh, for allowing me to share um, what I'm thankful for. This is Alundis Havens from The Winner's Paradigm Podcast. And I just want to say, you know, I'm thankful for two things I want to talk about. Um, number one is gonna be those people who are always there for you in those time of need. When you have those questions, you know keep those people near and dear to your heart and make sure you take care of them, right? Um, there's a saying, it's take care of those who take care of you, right? And then when you have questions, when you need anything, and these people are there for you, it changes your outlook, your perception on life at that moment. And then from there, the other thing I'm grateful for is just the lessons in life. You know, I've had a lot of friends, a lot of family members close to me die. It changed the way I definitely think. It makes you cold hearted. Um, if you take it the wrong way, you know, but I was able to embrace it and learn from there and learn from my fuck ups and learn, hey, you know, I need to be able to be better um, and I need to be able to help out other people in that same situation. So when other people are going through it, you know, I can guide them and tell them, hey, this is not what you do, you know, this is what you should do. So in this case, you know, just being able to just think about all those times and think about how more efficient I can have been if I would have took a different approach is amazing because it allows us to fix any problems we had from the past and make sure we have a better future y'all have a wonderful thanksgiving
0: hey thank you so much that is excellent insights i am really excited you guys thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays and it's not just because of the turkey and the food that is something i definitely like i love the time with family i love all of those things but i think my favorite part of thanksgiving is honestly just the time to consciously make an effort to express gratitude for the good things in my life. You know, the other day I was thinking about some of the health problems and some of the obstacles that I've had to go through recently. And I was thinking about, you know, it's been a rough month. And then as I go back, I'm like, you know what? It's actually been a rough quarter. You know, it's actually been a rough year. And then next thing you know, I actually kind of was thinking about all the bad things. And I ended up going way back, realized, man, I've had a rough life. And it was kind of like a downer for a few minutes, (laughs) maybe even a, a little longer than a few minutes. It was kind of a downer when I was just thinking about how hard things have been, the difficulties we've had to go through, the struggles. And then I had a moment and I realized every step of the way my entire life, I can see the hand of God moving I can see him providing, taking care of, healing, making things clear. And I realized that for me, I can focus all I want on the hard things and on the bad things. And all it really does is make me feel bad. It doesn't equip me. It doesn't build me up. It doesn't make me better. It doesn't help me. All it does is bring you down. And I'm not saying we can't be realists. I'm not saying we have to deny the bad things are there. What we have to do is reframe it. What we have to do is look for the good. What we have to do is look for the lessons we learned through the hardship. That's what we have to do when it comes to facing these hard things we've gone through. And I love the concept of counting your blessings. Taking the time to consciously not pick out the bad things and the hard things that you've gone through but pick out the good things that you've had. What are the good things that have happened to you this past year? Name them off, man. And if you've got to focus on the bad things, if you have to talk about those, which we do sometimes, let's reframe how we see them. So I'll give you an example. I had in this past year an issue with my eyesight. My eyesight was getting very bad, very bad. I was going blind. And I was quite concerned about it. And honestly, I've had some depression as a result of this. I haven't been as productive as I want to be. I haven't been able to do the things I need to do and you know, uh, I'll get headaches at the end of the day because I can't see. I, at one point they made me get new glasses. I got the new glasses and they lasted I'm going to say maybe 3 months and then I started having vision problems again. And it was hard. It was very difficult. Very difficult to work through that. And then something happened. I realized that I can stay here or we can get this, make this happen, make this better. And I went to the eye doctor and they have never been able to get into my eyes. I have these pinpoint pupils. I don't know if you can see them or not, but they never get any bigger than that. It's kind of a weird genetic condition. And so I went to this eye doctor and they've never been able to get into my eyes. And they said, you know what, why don't we try this? And they gave me drops for three days leading up to my eye appointment, twice a day for three days. And they got in there and my eyes opened a little bit and they were able to see in. And because of that, they were able to get in there and see cataracts. And they were like, cataracts, that's an easy surgery. So they're putting that off a little bit, but we have answers. Now, they, they made me get new glasses for right now. So I can see a little bit better, a little bit better in one of my eyes, the other eye, not so much, but I can see a little bit better. It's not as good as it was when I first got my new pair of glasses earlier this year. But for right now, I can see. I can see enough to get by, enough to do what I need to do. Now, that's a lot of the bad stuff, but the good stuff is they found the problem. And the problem is going to actually leave me off with like 20-20 vision. I might need readers, but I won't even need glasses when this all finishes up. You know, within the next year or two, I could be having a new set of eyes, practically. That's good news. That's good Also, the good is that they were able to actually see in my eyes and even find what the problem was. That's good. That's something to be thankful for. And part of the other end of this is, what can I learn through this hardship? I can learn, you need to be patient. You need to ask for help when you need help. You need to be humble because sometimes I get prideful with how good of the things I can do are. And then you get hit with those moments of, wow, yeah, I'm not even able to be... I'm not even capable of doing what I want to do. We take those things for granted. You know, I take my my talents and my skills for granted because I just could do them. And now I'm faced with a moment where I can't do them the same way or to the same degree. And so now that I can see again, I'm going to be a little bit more thankful for those skills and talents and abilities because I can actually use them again. You know, I I guess my point is, guys... Rather than focus on the negative things, let's focus on the positive things. Let's focus on what we learned from the negative things. Let's make Thanksgiving something special this year. And, you know, if you're alone, don't be alone. Find somebody to be with or find a way to connect with somebody. Be a light to them. Encourage them to be thankful, the people that you are around. Don't just hole up. Don't just be alone. Don't just get focused inward. Let's make a difference in somebody's life. Let's be somebody that other people are thankful for this year. Anyway, man, that's my thoughts. That's my thoughts on Thanksgiving this year. And while we're at it, I stumbled across something really neat. It's actually in the public domain, so I can share it on my podcast. And it's actually a video produced by Young America Films. It's called A Day of Thanksgiving, and it's a cheesy, like, 1951, I think, film strip. I don't know what it was used for or where it was used. Uh, It could have been like a a short reel at the movie theater, or maybe it was like an educational film strip used for something. But it just talks about a family and them facing a different kind of Thanksgiving. And, yes, it's cheesy, it's old-fashioned, but... There's something kind of special about this message, so let's take a look.
5: I've been trying to read, but I just can't seem to do it. I keep thinking about today, Thanksgiving Day. We Johnsons had a good Thanksgiving, the best we've ever had. And I can't help thinking that what made it better was a feeling, a real feeling of thankfulness. And that's odd, too, when you consider the shape things were in when I got home from work yesterday. Kids, Dick and Tommy and Susan, were all home from school. And, of course, mother and the baby were there. As kids will, mine were living tomorrow right along with today, looking forward to Thanksgiving. And like most men, I'm glad it was mother instead of me who had to break the news to them.
7: Tomorrow's Thanksgiving. Mmm, turkey and dressing and pie and cake. And fruit salad and whipped cream and cranberries. Gee, I can hardly wait. Me too.
8: Well, you know, children, we've had a lot of expenses this month, and... Well, your father and I thought that... Well, the truth of the matter is, there just won't be any turkey this year. No turkey for Thanksgiving? Oh, I'm going to make a pumpkin pie, and we'll have plenty to eat, but... Well, we'll just have to get along without turkey. Mom, you don't mean it. It won't be Thanksgiving at all. Even the Pilgrims had a feast.
7: After all, isn't that what Thanksgiving's for? I don't think it's fair.
5: And it was right there that I came in. Right in the thick of it. Hello, everybody.
7: Hi, Paul. Hello, oh, Mother,
5: pa. Dick, Susan. Well, what's been going on around here? What's the matter with everybody, anyway?
7: Mom says we're not going to have any Thanksgiving. No turkey, no good thing. A fat lot we're going to have to be thankful for.
5: Oh, I don't think you kids really mean that.
7: We do, too. We've always had turkey for Thanksgiving. Yes, and everybody else in the block's going to have it this year. Same as always.
5: Yes, we've always had turkey. Just as a lot of Americans have had it, and we'll keep on having it. Turkey on Thanksgiving's a great American tradition. But what you kids are saying makes it sound as if the turkey's the only thing we had to be thankful for.
7: Well, gee whiz, no, Dad. It's not that at all.
5: Oh, I know, Dick. With turkey, it's easy to lose sight of what Thanksgiving really means.
8: And don't think we're just making excuses because we don't have any turkey this year. We... Well, we know it'll mean a lot more to us the next time we do have it.
7: Well, sure. Suppose we don't have a bang-up feast. We're still a lot better off than the pilgrims.
5: That's it, Dick. Do you other kids see what Dick's trying to say? Turkey or no turkey, we've still got all the freedoms and privileges the pilgrims gave us. And out of those privileges have come a lot of things. Things the pilgrims never even dreamed of.
7: Why, we could make a list a mile long. Why don't we do it?
5: Now, hold on a minute. You've got the idea, but it isn't something you can write down like, well, like a grocery list. You've got to feel it down deep before you can really be thankful for anything. I'll tell you what let's do. Let's take a little more time to think this over. When you get right down to it, there are some pretty tough decisions in making up your mind what means the most to you. Your life? Sure, that's one thing you can't get along without. But do you know that there are some places in the world today where you have to get along without just about everything else?
7: Golly, Daddy.
5: I guess I kind of got carried away. But I'll bet you one thing. If we really think over what we have to be thankful for, When we sit down to whatever mother fixes to eat tomorrow, we'll be one family in America that will really have a Thanksgiving dinner. Well, that's how it got started. The Johnsons didn't have any turkey. And the kids, no, I mean everybody, likes to make something special out of a special day. So we fell back on something as old as the pilgrims, toting up the common, ordinary blessings that we had to be thankful for. That night, I'd see Dick there, building his model airplane, and Susan just playing. Only they weren't just playing. They were mulling things over, thinking big thoughts for such young heads. And as for Mother and Tom and baby Janet, and yes, me too, it was as if we had our eyes open for the first time. Things there were to appreciate in just any ordinary day in America. When we took our places around the table and we were ready, And then, well, we all knew it, there are some things you just can't say. But everybody in his own way knew what he had to be thankful for, and that this was the time to think about it. Tom was first.
7: I'm thankful for getting plenty to eat all the time, with extras that count, like cookies and milk after school. Like Mom says, I'm hungry all the time anyway, and if I didn't live in a country where there was plenty to go around, golly! And I'm thankful for the free public library, where I can get books about adventure. Jack London, Richard Halliburton. Gee, the way they tell a story, it's as good as being there yourself. And it's free, with only a library card.
5: Yes, Tommy thought about some of the things he ought to be glad for all the time. And somehow, turkey and trimming seemed to matter a whole lot less than he thought they did yesterday. Well, then it was Susan's turn. Susan's a happy-go-lucky kid. You'd never credit her with thinking beyond her dolls. But she got right into the spirit of it.
7: I am thankful we have what we need to wear. Though Mother says it's hard to keep up with us, we grow so fast. I never thought before how many clothes it takes for all kinds of weather or how it would be to have to do without the right ones. I'm glad to be able to go to Sunday school or go to any church I want any Sunday. I'm thankful for my mother and Daddy that they are here with us, that both of them aren't too worried about things to take time to have fun with us, I'm glad we're a family, that families are still important in America.
5: I guess Dick, being the oldest, was having some pretty serious thoughts.
7: I am thankful for being able to get an education, for living where schools,
5: all schools,
7: open their doors to a guy who wants to learn, where school books are studied instead of burned, where a guy's rated by how much he knows, and the community is rated by how well it teaches him. I'm glad I've got a chance to play, batting a ball around once in a while. Stuff like that. I'm glad it's fun growing up in America.
5: Sure, baby Janet's too young to understand the big word, Thanksgiving. She's too little even to tell us the things that make her happy. But we can tell, and maybe she's thinking about them now. Maybe she's thinking about the fun of splashing around in the tub and about how good it feels to be clean. About playtime with mother and the security she feels in mother's arms. And as for mother, seems she's always working, cooking, ironing, tending children, daylight to dark. What does she have to be thankful for?
8: I am thankful that my children had the privilege of being born safely and of growing up healthy and strong. I'm thankful that I have the privilege of guiding them as they become useful men and women, and I'm thankful for all the things our American system makes possible for the Smiths and the Browns and the Johnsons, For washing machines, hot water out of a tap, and a telephone to call the doctor when one of the family is sick. A car to get dad to work. Yes, I'm thankful for all the things free people working together can produce. I'm thankful that when my neighbor drops in to borrow a cup of flour, we've got the right to talk about anything we want to. The parent-teacher project, the new mayor, or, or Jane Jones hat. And last of all, I'm truly thankful for the peace of mind that Dad's job brings. For knowing that even though there are lots of luxuries we can't afford, there still will always be enough to go around for the things we have to have. I'm glad Dad doesn't work slave hours. That there are evenings and Sundays and vacations when we can all be together.
5: That's mother for you grateful for what America means to her family. And now for me. I've got so many things to be thankful for. I'm thankful for this house. It may need a coat of paint, it has a mortgage, but it's ours, a place where we can be together in privacy. And I'm thankful for the thing that makes this house our home, the happiness here. Not just today or on Christmas morning, but on a day-to-day basis all through the year. For knowing that a knock on our door means nothing to fear. A friend calling, or maybe a bill collector, or a kid selling magazines. You never know what to expect. But you can count on one thing. It's not going to be some political gangster coming to drag one of us off to jail because we believe in freedom. And I'm glad that that freedom we've got lets me choose the kind of work I like and can do best, taking a sluggish motor and making it hum again. Makes me feel that somebody got to his work or wherever he had to go just because of me. And feeling like that gives me a lot of satisfaction. And I'm thankful for my newspaper, just a few cents worth of printer's ink and paper, but more valuable than any amount of money because in it, The editor's got the privilege of printing what he thinks, and I've got the privilege of agreeing with him or not, however the facts strike me. And both of us, the editor and I, have the right to act on our opinions on election day, to vote for the principles we believe in. And finally, I'm thankful for being able to believe, in spite of everything, that somehow, someway, the unity we've got here in the Johnson family will someday spread to men and nations throughout the world. For all these things we are truly and humbly thankful. Amen.
0: I told you it was something special. I told you it was something different. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You know, they talk kind of (laughs) funny in in videos from the 1950s and it's definitely cheesy. The acting isn't great, but I think there's a really good message there for us, guys, because it's not about the traditions themselves. It's about the gratitude and the family and the thanksgiving. That's what this is about. What are we truly thankful for? Anyway, I love you guys. I care about you. And I'll see you next time. Happy Thanksgiving. If you want to be a better man, check out our website, manlyhood.com for blogs, videos, and more from our manlyhood team. And you can also join our private Facebook group, Manlyhood Man Cave, where you can meet up with a band of brothers who will challenge you and help you on your journey of manhood. This episode is produced by Hatcher Media for manlyhood.com. Be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you're listening to the show. Tune in again for more of the Manly Mancast. Man cast.